I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Champions are made on Sundays. World champs, baby! Congratulations to the Super Bowl champion. Legends are made on Sundays. Toward the end zone. Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. Really good breakfast is made on Sundays. Get me a vodka rocks. Mom, it's breakfast. And a piece of toast. It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher, featuring the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, and college football's biggest games. And a look ahead at today's NFL action. Herbert stops, launches deep. Jalen Guyton, he's got it! Touchdown, Chargers! What a throw! Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, Joe's in here getting tips on how to... uh, Make better sales and everything, man. Thanks to uh, let's just say as uh, as creepy and how much uh, AI can freak us out, boy. I think I just figured out a great way to make my job a hell of a lot easier <laughs> as far as awesome. writing emails go and reach out. Holy hell, the future is here. Well, I'm glad that you could look <laughs> at something and say, man, this could be potentially helpful for me, or. This could really mess things up for me. Yeah, know? I say this now. Fast forward 30 years when we're fighting off our robot overlords that, you know. And they know all your moves. Yeah, exactly. Off top. They're like, how's this for a sales email? Well, I mean, it's about working smarter, not harder. And um, smarter is not something that John ja Morant is at this moment. <laughs> His camp, his squad. He's every- going to be working harder on getting smarter, oh, that's man. for sure. Oh, man. The, here, the, I hope. The, the, the trainings are definitely coming for <laughs> one John ja Morant. But if you haven't heard, John ja Morant is about that life. <clears throat> Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. So. He wants to make people think that he is about that life. John ja Morant has been suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies for two games for having a gun on its Instagram Live while at a nightclub in Colorado, so after they played the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Before that, John Morant or somebody from his entourage, you know, or from his from his crew, supposedly, allegedly, pointed a gun with a laser beam at a person from the Indiana Pacers staff. Security, I believe Security. it was, yeah, yeah at the so, stadium. So that happened. And then we find out a story that Ja was about to fight a high school student, 17-year-old student, and told the student, man, I'm about to go get my gun. I'm going to get the strap. That was after 
punching him 12, after, 13 times. After and, he beat the young man up, allegedly, for whatever reason, and uh, Ja rode on him. I'm, I don't know Ja Morant, but I know the first thing everybody said is, you're not a thug. You're not about that life. You've got a good family. You've got good parents. You're not, that, that's not who you are. I hate to break it to some of y'all out there, but there are a lot of bad dudes that come from great situations. There are a lot of bad people that had both parents in their house, that parents that were educated, parents that were hardworking, parents that, in most cases, some cases, tried to be good people. We see all, all John Morant's dad has done. So I don't want to assume that I know this dude. This is what I will say. John Morant is from South Carolina. But not like, you know what I'm saying, the, um, you know, n- not the, the nice part of Cal- South Carolina that they have. He's from like Dalzell, South Carolina, which has one of the highest murder rates in the country which has one of the highest assault rates in the country. Robbery rates are higher than the, than the, than the national average. John Moran is from that part of town. So I'm not saying that that excuses anything by, by any means, but as far as, I mean, we don't know, you know, Joe, he's not about that life. I think he might be. I mean, there's either he's real hood or he's real dumb or he's both. I think it might be both. So I'm not going to take away his say that he's not about that life, not anything. Man, I don't know. But I know when you're from certain areas, you're, you're, you're definitely with all the ish. And I feel like Ja is one of those guys that kind of is. Because just be real, man. So it's okay. No, I'm not saying that at all. Not saying that at all. I'm, I'm getting to that part. I'm getting to that part. So what I'm saying is he might be – that good guy act that, that we've seen or, you know, that, that's kind of portrayed, that might be the fake part. And this might be closer to the John Morant that we should know, right? I think he's given us a lot of almost Steph Curry vibes for the first, you know, couple years of his career, right? Just a good guy. He's super, man, super amazing at what he does. Leader of his team. Like, I can't help but to like this guy. But lately, lately we've seen Ja get into some stuff. And it's like, okay. Maybe this is closer to who he is than that good guy. You toting guns in the club, like what the what are you thinking? You're not only are you an NBA player, not only are you a good NBA player, you're one of the faces of the league, bro. Why do you have a strap in the club on your IG? For what? Why are you beating up 17-year-old kids? For what? Why is your why is why is somebody from your from your entourage or whatever security team whatever pointing guns at for what i don't understand and i think that's where the rest of the world i know that's where the rest of the world is now like what are you doing bro like you can leave that street life behind and i know for a lot of people that's incredibly hard for them to do well and when i say like yeah he's not about that life it's because he's not anymore and he doesn't need to be there's there's this video of these guys they do a couple different videos and it's like perfectly sums this up and it's a joke satire but it's like this rapper and they've clearly made it out of there like they're successful the group they're all they can do whatever they want they don't need to go back to that lifestyle 
But the, <laughs> the hip hop artist he keeps referencing, like, no man, we got to go back to the hood. We got to start selling drugs. We got to start. And they're like, dude, you don't. We no, don't have no, to do we this. Have, like, we out. We out. Yeah, we like, do what that are you no talking more. about? We're good. So it's like John Morant. And again, this is not like this just happened. Does this dude not get on the internet? He clearly does because he posted on IG Live. But what have people been talking about him for the last month now? This stuff. So when you hear the stuff going on with the Pacers where someone in his entourage possibly shined a laser from out of the car that was part of a gun, and if you're at first you hear that, you're like, whoa, okay, that's like, <laughs> well, that's, that's a intense. big, like, what are we doing? That's a big allegation right there, and you kind of take that as like, all right, well, you know, that's kind of he said, she said, I, you know, granted, why would someone make that up, you know, if someone feels threatened for their life? But, um, so that happens, and then you get the incident with the, the click showing up to the finish line because his mom got in an altercation with security at the mall and then it's saying, I wonder when this time, uh, I wonder what time this guy gets off referencing to the security guard. Like, is that, was that a real thing? I didn't mention that part because well, I don't everything's, know if, everything's allegedly again, nowadays. Yeah, I, don't, so. I don't know if that's, you know, but as this, far is, as that, the, this is reports from the Washington Post that just came out this week about that. Those two incidents beating up the 17 year old during a bat pickup game. And then showing up to the mall because his mom got in a fight with someone and at finish line. And then he's threatening security, talking about, let's wait for this dude when he gets off his shift. Well, as far as the finish line thing, I'm pulling up. Sorry, if that's, you got into it with my mom, I'm pulling up the finish line. Well, I'm that's, pulling up because I'm that. like, why is my mom shopping yeah, at finish line? That's like, man, to try to get you some kicks, bro. What you mean? Foot Locker. Man, finish line and Foot Locker are the same place. Champs. You probably, you probably know that. Foot Locker part, and Champs are one and two. Foot, like, finish foot, line is. Finish line is. Why is she going into a finish line? Not even existing anymore. She can't hook him up with him. He can't get, get her some shoes. Why is she going to finish line? I don't know. She might have been shopping. That's what, you know, women be shopping, women be shopping, <laughs> like Chris Rock said. But so, no, I'm pulling up in that area because that's my mom and I'm pulling up. I don't, I don't care. With if, nine dudes deep. I don't deep. know whoever's with me. They're, we're with pulling nine up. nine dudes deep. We're pulling up, fam. But I, so, I, so that part, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. I mean, I'm good with showing up for your mom and everything like Again, that. Again, I just like, I'm like, check how does this dude not this, check in with the, with the security guard after he gets off? Man, you might be. That, that's that's pushing it, but that's all these threat. other inc- <laughs> all these other incidents involve guns, club, gun, um, um, with, with the with the young with the young student, uh, gun, the thing with the Pacers, like when guns are involved, bro. Now you're you're painting a huge target on you for what? Like you're giving me real Gilbert Arenas vibes. Uh, yeah, and that's Gil- exactly that's what has happened like, here, basically. bro. And and Gilbert Arenas was not about that life, and he will tell you he's like I'm not. I wasn't a he wasn't a thug. Everybody knew he wasn't a thug, but he wanted to play this part. And sometimes these guys trying to prove that they haven't changed or so this way they can go back to their hometown and not get robbed. Like, I mean, I think when you come from a nice place like Portland, Oregon, like certain guys can come home, no problem, and go about their business hey, man, and, and everything. But I get- certain places, and John Moran is from a first 48 state. So I can imagine him wanting to be closer to the street so this way when he goes home, man, he's safe. His family's safe, all that stuff. But you got to be smarter, bro. Like, you, that's that's incredibly irresponsible. And I work with students, and most of those kids love John Moran. I just, I don't get it, man. Like, I why are you flexing? Like, why are you? I don't know. I can't, I can't, really, I can't really speak for him. We know it's well, done. Well, he has released a statement. So we can, you know, wrap it state? up. Yeah, what's wrap it up with say? this. He said he takes full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, 
<laughs> you just say that's uh, stupid that's for stupid. him taking responsibility? Because of course it's your fault. Of course you take full responsibility. Okay. It was your gun. <laughs> I was like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you caught me for a second. I'm like, like what? what? Are you, yes, what? you take full responsibility for bringing a All gun right, to the l- club. Let me finish. Yeah, the fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Well, you know, hey, Jaw, there's nothing wrong with going to a strip club after a hard night of work to relieve stress. I don't know if anybody's going to get mad at you about that. No. But when you're just openly brandishing guns, for what? Like, why, like, what's the famous line? Like, if you're going to show it, you better use it. And so why are you, like... I don't know what's the what's the it's what a flex. Was the flex. It's it was the, a, but it's a flex it, that you don't need because know, you are one of the most famous so people stupid. in the world. So it's a stupid. flex that you don't need. Your homeboys, you're something like that, man. Okay, for a certain reason, for flashing for IG, like it's stupid, but okay, I understand. You are Ja Morant. You have one of the highest selling jerseys in sports. Every young kid, like they want to play like Steph and shoot like that. They want to have Ja Morant athleticism. You are one of the faces of the NBA. You cannot, cannot be this dumb. That's just what it is. Classic okay. uh, radio line here. We'll see what happens because, I mean, it's two-game suspension from the Grizzlies for now, but we'll see what the NBA has to say about that in the next coming days. All right. Well, oh, good I, luck, John. Do you want to hear that Pac-12 quick uh, clip no. that I got from the weekend? Well, you know what? Let's do the whole thing next. The whole thing. Let's talk about the Pac-12 that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Oh yeah, because it, it, it's I not looking. It's not looking pretty. It's not looking awesome. I've been it's... I've been kind of keeping up on it as well. But yeah, and, I, uh, I have a specific audio clip for you that it's like, well, okay, like, uh, boy, if things felt bleak now, they they f- feel even worse after you hear this. Well, I'm fired up. I can't wait to hear it, and uh, we're going to discuss that next right here on Sports Sunday on the Fan of the Odyssey app. You're listening to Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 1018 on The Fan. Me and Joe Fish. Who is this? What beat is this? Uh, This is uh, Freddie Gibbs' song. I want to say this might be Mad Lib. I'm a big Freddie Gibbs fan. Um, my favorite song from him is, uh, let's see, um. Probably John Morant's favorite song too. It's called Gang Signs. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that's what I'm pretty sure he's throwing up now. But wanted to shift gears really fast um, because we didn't get a chance to talk about the looking like likely demise of the Pac 12. And Joe, you said you had some audio you want to play just a little bit earlier. And, um, Let's get to that audio, and then let's 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 talk about where we are. Yeah, with the let me see, make sure I get this all right. But this uh, comes from ESPN College Game Day basketball college game day. They were out at uh, North Carolina Chapel Hill there uh, for Duke North Carolina yesterday, and the audio. I'll make sure that it's uh, hopefully it's up and it's good. But this is Reese Davis one of the more prominent ESPN voices and personalities on the channel. All right. Keep in mind, ESPN is one of the networks that is in talks with the PAC 12 about a contract and about getting their football and basketball games aired on their channels. So 
Again, keep the, all those factors in mind when he says this. Maybe we'll see Arizona and UCLA next week again, too, in the uh, Big 12, Big 10 challenge. Oh, oh just, <laughs> too soon? I, I mean, I mean. I'm going to play that one more time so that way you can hear that again. His little joke he has about uh, some of the teams that are in the Pac-12 for now. Maybe we'll see Arizona and UCLA next week again, too, in the uh, Big 12, Big 10 challenge. Oh, so again reese davis one of the more prominent personalities on espn one of the networks that is negotiating with the pac-12 or was to get their games on their channel basically making jokes about the pac the two best teams in the pac-12 basketball conference saying that Oh, yeah, their matchup in the Pac-12 championship, or should I say Big Ten, Big 12 matchup. <laughs> the Pac-12's dead, dude. Like, when ESPN dudes are openly making jokes about your conference and how you're not going to be around anymore, and it's just you're the butt of their joke, it, it's done. by Pac-12. Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, they're going Big 12 or Big 10. The four corner schools are going to the Big 12 with uh, Oklahoma State and all, you know, it, it's done. Pac 12's over. I hate to break it to you, man. The Pac 12's been done for a minute. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, if we're, if we're being honest, like, and it started with walking towards death's door. That's yeah, you know, it started with obviously all the stuff for football. And, you know, when you, when you, when you hear teams like USC and UCLA, are leaving the the conference two of the more story team the two most story teams from the pack 10 12 8 whatever we're calling it when they start leaving you you know you have a problem and now they're talking about in basketball potentially taking arizona and what was the other st- uh, school it's looking the like the four corner schools uh, might be Tight. heading to big 12 so arizona arizona state colorado and utah that has been the most recent rumors floating around awesome Right, so you you lose three of the best programs that you have in college basketball at this time, and it's going to be it's going to be a requiem for the Pac-12 like it was for the Big East, right? When we saw the Big East kind of collapse, and you know those and that was ESPN's first like you know introduction to like man being live sports is like man we're gonna do Big East basketball. Like, that's how ESPN became ESPN. Like let's start there, and um. Where are they now? You know, like the the big, the big East isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, no, it's gone. What the, it? the Big East, yeah. uh, they have it in basketball. Yeah, basketball, um, but, but it's football definitely was gone. Football was gone, but that was a. It's it's not the Big Miami East. Miami has the never past. been the same. Miami has never been the same since they left the Big Big East for football. Like they end up collapsing, but it's just kind of one of those things. Like when you see these really storied um, conferences kind of start shifting and moving and stuff like that like we thought it was a big deal when the pac 10 got two more teams whoa 10 to 12 like that could be weird and now we're talking about potentially the pac 12 not even existing anymore or maybe going to like a pac 8 or something like that i think they should just do away with the conferences in the first place <sighs> yeah i mean i don't know the 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 pack the pac 12 and this kind of goes back to our conversation last week of money ruining sports in a sense like all these traditions and everything that the pac-12 has over the last hundred years is going to be wiped away well not wiped away but it's just going to be over and it's going to end because of tv contracts 
Like, that's what it, it's coming down to, is that that conference is shutting down because of financials and money and not being able to get the right deal on the table. They were talking about not only Apple TV, Rashad, Ion TV. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? I have. I'm I'm shocked you have, because I sure as hell didn't know about Ion it. Ion <laughs> TV is if you don't have cable. Okay. And it's like one of the channels you Here can watch. Here comes the Ion TV salesman, Rashad. Hey, man, like, see, <laughs> this is like I can tell. You can grow up too broke in and, and too, and too, many, uh, too many spots. But, yeah, Ion TV is like a channel that stuff like, um, what will come on there? Like Heat of the Night and maybe some, some other NCIS, shows. NCIS. Like, yeah, you know Criminal Minds. Yeah, you know, so if they start putting basketball on Ion TV, number one, it's it's hard to find Ion if you don't have cable. Isn't or if, it? You, if, you, if, you, if you do have cable. Yeah, well, basic cable, like, isn't Ion, like, channel 13-3 or something like something that? Something like that. <laughs> For God's sakes, man. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah, it basically looks like they just run a bunch of reruns from, like, cop shows. Law & Order SVU, Criminal Minds, NCIS Leverage. NCIS New Orleans, NCIS Los Angeles. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's who the Pac-12 was talking and about. And then Pac-12 football. Hey, they got Blue Bloods and Bones, though. Oh, okay. After the tonight's uh, Pac-12 matchup, catch a, catch a rerun, rerun of, of Bones. bones. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> well, is it, uh, it's either that or what, uh, NASCAR box truck racing that we get uh, pushed out for and then end up on the Fox Business Channel watching I'll, the Ducks game? I'll take some box car racing. That, that sounds fun. Is that a thing? Did I just make, make that up? Box it's, car racing? It sounds pleasant. It sounds like something I could definitely be into. <laughs> but no, man, I, I, honestly, I think the Pac-12 is just, you've got too many teams. Number one, you had a really crappy TV deal that nobody liked. You know, that everybody pretty much just kind of talked about how bad the Pac-12 network was, the fact, the content, the, you know, whatever it was. It just it just didn't work. It's hard to find. So if you don't like Big Ten Network, I can find all the time. But Pac-12 network can be kind of tough to find for a lot of people. Your games are always at 7 p.m., you know, for football and stuff like that. For basketball, it's just it just doesn't. It's not It's not working the way people would have wanted to, and they're hemorrhaging money. So it doesn't surprise me that basketball teams are starting to uh, starting to make those moves that football is starting to do. I, I give the Pac-12 another maybe four years. Four, three, three. Is that too? Is am I, am I wishing too hard? I, I, dude, this could be the last year of the Pac-12. Like, I wouldn't. This is the thing that I feel like I've come to realize about uh, and uh, like TV contracts for sports is that. They can say screw it if they really want to. Like, yes. if there is a deal, like, oh, well, nope, nothing can change. And the college football playoff, that deal was supposed to be until, like, 2026 or something. And so it's like, well, we're not going to see anything more than a four-team playoff until at least 2020. And it's like, no, we're getting it in, like, a year. Like, it's it's happening a lot sooner than we thought. They basically ripped up the contract and said, all right, let's make a new one. Add more teams, eight more teams. We got a 12-team playoff. Let's go. It, it can be done. But the way that, I mean, quite frankly, uh, George Klyovkov, the new Pac-12 commissioner, he got handed a turd sandwich. Larry Scott handed him a big old turd sandwich, and he had to sift through it and try and clean it up. And let's just face it, he he can't. He, it, it was too far gone, and now you are talking to Ion TV. Pac-12. Ion TV. Four years, Rashad. If they last four years, then, yeah, I would be shocked. I give them... At most, 
two more years. But we could be looking at the death of the Pac-12 like this year. I, I I think I think that's where it's closer to being is that we're getting our last football season, Pac-10, and the talks are going to be ongoing. I mean, yeah, well, it's getting to that point, bud. Well, that's just awesome <laughs> to know that you know the another. What's UNLV thing, doing? They want they want to come over to the Pac-12. Talk no, to your boys over at UNLV for no, us. They can stay right where they are. They don't <laughs> need to come over. They need to come over here. That doesn't make the conference better. That makes them <laughs> very much worse. So. Uh, no. Who do you love today? Is there? No, no, no. But I figured we would. Um, again, the quarterback shuffle. We got the NFL combine going on. I mean, if you're down, can we have some cool music behind it? Some NFL music. I can definitely find some. We can okay. definitely do that. I mean, again, there's so much in this system that you know, it's our pick of the litter. What's wrong with the TVs? What do you mean? What's wrong with the TVs? Is your TV working in there? Yeah. I'm watching some Arnold Palmer Invitational right now. Well, I'm going to try again then because mine. Speaking of which, I feel like um, I'm going to have to pull this audio to end the show with because um, it is golf-related, Rashad, but it will make you laugh. I'll have that for the last segment. But next, I think we, uh, yeah, look at the NFL quarterback shuffle. How does that sound? That sounds great. So next, we're going to look at the NFL quarterback shuffle. But first, you're going to stall for about 10 seconds so I can get ready for a SportsCenter update. And first, I'm going to stall for about 10 (laughs) seconds so we can get ready for a SportsCenter update which Joe right, has right now. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. And even worse, if I was broke, would you want me? Oh, that's poetry from one Sean Carter. My goodness. We're going to see some poetry in October. Are we? Oh, we are. Or are the Orioles going to the... Uh... Oh, no, that'd be great. But uh, no, we're going to throw the throw the W's up. Oh, man. I, I'm coming in. I can't wait, bro. Spoil- Wu-Tang's for the children, bro. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tease that as the months go along. Yeah, Wu-Tang's for the children. And um, I can't wait. Also, I talked to you about it in the... The break there, but also want to let the listening audience know if you haven't heard, Fan Madness, baby, up at A and A Sportsbook Stadium Sports Bar and Grill, I think it's called up there, March sixteenth and seventeenth, and then uh, the following week, um, I think we're going to be somewhere as well. So stay tuned for more details. Man, I'm definitely in the building. For I'm those stoked. Things. Like, hey, March Madness. This is going to be the first tournament, I believe, in seven years that my Pitt Panthers will be playing in the tournament. So. Uh, let's hope they have a good showing in the ACC tournament. Yes, I hope my Pitt Panthers go out there and do the things they're supposed to do and get big W's because number three and number 17 are amazing players from uh, Joe's Pitt Panthers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing out random numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully they're really players on the team. Guarantee there's a number three on the team. There's a number three on every team. But 17, probably not. You can usually bank on, you know, one through nine. Yeah. That yeah, absolutely. Zero. 80% of those are zero. Yeah, you know, so that's a, that's another big, big number. But, Joe, man, we want to talk uh, some quarterback shuffling. Uh, the season is, I'm not going to say upon us, but we are, we're just wrapping up, obviously. But the football season never ends because now we're talking about draft. We're actually watching, I don't know if you watched any of the Combine and watched anybody's 40 times, but sometime when I'm working in the background, it's good to have some stuff like that on. Kind of reminds me of golf. It's quiet. Not hap- Not a lot happening. You know, just watching guys just kind of go through the motions. No, seriously. Like, it's, it's like having golf Choose on. Choose your my, next words wisely. It's like version. having golf. I'm saying it's <laughs> like having golf on on my television as I'm doing work. Like, 
golf isn't super loud. It's I'm not, a little you know, offended that you compared the NFL Combine to the Arnold Palmer Invitational, but hey man, it's calm. You know, there's a nice, there's a tranquility to it. Anyways, you know, anyways, yeah, I can talk. People can talk like this the entire time during the pro, during the Combine. It's not that's not typical football. You know, wow, what a great forty. Yeah, see, man, that's that what was a impressive. shuttle run. Yeah, that was impressive. So, <laughs> so yeah, but there's some quarterbacks on the move, more than likely in some cases. And Joe wants to ask some questions about where said unwanted quarterbacks will land. Well, uh, got like a report today that there's apparently uh, two more suitors for Derek Carr on uh, top of who he wants to go to or who's reaching out to him, and then Adam Schefter. Uh, he's going and dropping bombs on, pardon my take, Barstool, saying that the Washington Commanders are interested in Lamar Jackson. Um, again, Aaron Rodgers, that's looking more and more like that he's not going to be with the Packers. No. Uh, when do we start getting some resolution here? When do we start finding out who goes where? So Derek Carr, I mean, Saints, Jets, and Panthers, if I were him, I'm going to the NFC South. Like, you are going to a division who the court last year's starting quarterbacks were Marcus Mariota slash Desmond Ritter, Andy Dalton, uh, who's the Panthers quarterback, <laughs> Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. I mean, come on. I feel like that's a very winnable division if you have Derek Carr as your quarterback. The Bucks, they're losing Tom Brady. I feel like if you want to make some money and have a chance at going to the playoffs, Derek Carr, you go to the NFC South. But with that being said, all those teams need a quarterback. So at the end of this offseason, we could be looking at that conference kind of being like our uh, AFC West last year where we thought the Broncos and the Raiders and the Chiefs, like that was the best. I mean, we'll see what happens with this conference because all four of those teams could look completely different at quarterback. The NFC South was so incredibly bad this year. (laughs) So bad. bad. Like how teams even hate the playoffs, how the Bucks even made the playoffs was, was crazy to me. I mean, granted they had a much better season to, to end the season than they did to start, but the NFC South was, was that bad. Honestly, I'm, if I'm Derek Carr, I'll, at this point in my career, I want to go somewhere that I know I can win. I think that's an important, an important part of it. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from new Orleans because their stars are always hurt. Uh, you don't know exactly how much uh, you're going to get from um, from Alvin Kamara on any given year. Uh, Michael Thomas has not been Michael Thomas in like three years, three or four years. So you're not really sure what you're what you're getting in that regard. You know, from from the Saints. Obviously, Atlanta still has a lot of kinks to work out, and so I don't think I still don't think they have an amazing an amazing roster. In Atlanta, and I think at this point, if you're Derek Carr, you want to set yourself up to have, man, some good offensive weapons and an offensive-minded coach. Maybe a defense that you know, and none of those defenses are going to be able to hold, hold water. Maybe the maybe the Buccaneers, you know, are the best of the bunch as far as defensively. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some of these quarterbacks that are uh, free agents, and I I want you and I to just breeze through and say who we think they're going to sign them with. to a team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Geno Smith. I think he's going Seahawks. back to Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. I think they'll work that out. Uh, Derek Carr. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he goes to the saints, man. I think that he's going to want to play indoors in a dome, give him the best chance. I think he's going to want to play for a fan base that gives a crap like the Raiders did. And I, I see him, I, I see them quite honestly, the saints, to me, are the closest to being a competitive team in that division. You can maybe say that about the Bucks as well, but they've shown their warts over the last year. So 
I feel like that team gives him the best chance to win in New Orleans. So I'm going Derek Carr, New Orleans. Uh, hmm. You know, I'm going to throw one out there. You you may not get it. You know, it. I think the Colts. Derek you know, Carr to the Colts. Yeah, hey, indoor I mean, stadium. Again, you're talking about an indoor stadium. Uh, you're talking about a division that, you know, he could potentially, you know, play really well. And the Colts have some weapons. They just didn't have a head coach. They didn't have a lot going for them. But they do have a good running back who didn't have a great year. And so you hope it's just a, you know. They are bringing in uh, the Eagles offense coordinator, Shane Steichen, as their head coach. So you, you've got some – and a head coach is looking for his guy, right, looking for his quarterback. And if he can go out there and get – a veteran presence, you know, somebody because Derek Carr is good, regardless of what the Raiders tried to make him seem. Derek Carr is was really good, you know, and as bad as he was last year, he was still top ten in almost every category. So you put Derek Carr on a, on a great team in a dome, he could flourish. So I think the Colts would be a team that's sneaky in there that nobody's really talking about. Lamar Jackson, where do you think he's going? <laughs> mm. Lamar Jackson. Um, keep in mind, man, like some of these teams, they got those early draft picks. They could be looking at a kid in the draft. So that's kind of what's hard about this, man. It's like Lamar, I'll give you mine. I think he's going to New York. I think the Jets are going to go gonna after say him. The, I was going to say the Jets, but at the same time, the, again, it's a, it's about, you know, having the, the weapons, you know, around you to make sure that you can be as successful as you want to be. And I don't know if the, the Jets fully have that in place. I like Robert Sala as a coach. But I just don't think the Jets are offensively. They got a, a, a great offensive lineman, you know. And outside of that, like, I don't know. The Jets are one of those teams. I don't just. I just don't trust New York. So, I, well, I don't either. But I could tell. I could totally see them trying to pull off that move. Robert Sala having them his having him as their head coach is huge. I think that's a great, great mind to have leading that team. Even no, killed, yeah. just, and they've got the pieces. They sh- They. You saw that they had the pieces offensively last year. It was just Zach, Zach Wilson that was holding them back. Um, um, I I like the. I mean, this might sound weird, but um, I could see I can see him going to the to the Bucks or to a, one of those NFC South teams. You know, you talked about the Saints a little bit earlier. You know, just as far as a a change of quarterback and what they look like, and have an offensive coordinator that's really able to to draft something or to build something around a player like. Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson and some of those receivers in um, in Tampa Bay would be really, really good. So I, I would, and Mike Evans. Yeah. And you know, to to one thing we don't talk about enough is like a change of weather. You know, Tom Brady, uh, New England Tom, and Tampa Tom are two were two different players, two different guys, a little more a little looser and stuff like that. So maybe Ravens Lamar and. You know, Buccaneers, Lamar, are, are two different guys, and you get to play in that warmer weather, it could be good for them. Uh, one thing from this uh, weekend that we saw, and it, I don't know if it was a joke because, you know, Barstool and likes to do Usually that. Usually a joke. Um, but Adam Schefter went on Barstool uh, with uh, Pardon My Take, and he was reading a text about uh, Lamar Jackson. And, again, it – they did this before, so I am taking this with a uh, grain of salt. Is yeah, see, it, it was a prank. That's what I thought I saw on the internet. At first, Adam Schefter like went on their show and read a text about the Commanders and Lamar Jackson, a uh, like potential this being Dan Snyder's last big move before he sells the team is going after Lamar Jackson. 
But uh, sure enough, yeah, they Barstool's starting to get annoying with this. Is that they make these fake, uh, fake news clips? Essentially, they did it with Arian Foster when he said that it was scripted. They're like, watch, people will take this bait. Let's make this fake story about how the NFL is scripted. And sure enough, it it took off. That's what they just did with Adam Schefter and Lamar Jackson and the Washington Commanders. So, well, that's what Barstool does, you know. And again, it's it's the definition of clickbait. You know, this is kind of what they do. My favorite part of Barstool Sports is Sunday conversations. Have you seen those? Uh, I have not, no. Sunday conversations are the best. So go look up Sunday conversations with Aaron Rodgers or with Drake or something like that, man. Those interviews are great. Okay. Uh, I want to tie a bow on this bad boy. Yeah. No, I have a clip um, from the Arnold Palmer Invitational that is riveting that I think will sell you on golf, Rashad. Why do you have to sell me? I'm not. You don't have to sell me on golf, baby. I love golf. I know you don't have to do that. I know know how you feel. I really like golf. It's it's all right. I really like golf. Do I get Rashad out to play golf this summer? Yes. Easy. Okay. Easy. That's not like you're making it sound like, man, do I get Rashad to go? And do some dragon boating with me. This no, probably not. But like, that's something golfing, swinging some wrenches. I can, I can do that. All right, all right. Hey, I just went to the Portland Golf Show yesterday. Got plenty of uh, discounts, plenty of free rounds of golf. Come here and get fifty percent off eighteen holes at places. So we, we will make it happen. Well, that's what's up. Well, please God, can this weather get better? Man, fingers crossed. Well, uh, yeah, get out there and I'll show you my stroke. Pause. <laughs> Wait, what? Right, what? Pause. What? So uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna tie a bow on it right here. Sports Sunday on the Family Odyssey app. Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. It is a lovely day, isn't it? Yeah, until we walk outside and look at the weather and realize that we have another like three, four weeks of it. You know what we get to do though, Joe? We get to walk outside, bro. Because unfortunately somebody is uh, not as lucky this morning to... A lot of people, you know, are a lot not as not as lucky to get up and walk outside and do their own thing and smell the air one more time and complain about the weather and all that jazz. So I'm gonna take every day as oh as you're taking uh, taking the positive. Oh man, absolutely, Angle. man. You got to, man. You got to. There's too many terrible things out there to be, you know, to be mad about. There's a lot of great things to be happy about. Yes, so. like playing golf. Like playing golf. There you go. Um, no, I do have uh, some audio Let's for you from the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, Scotty sounds Sh- delicious. An Ar- an Arnie Palmy. Yeah. Uh, not mm. bad. I'm not a tea fan, but the lemonade, it definitely, yeah. It I'm not, that. here's the thing. I'm not a lemonade fan, huh? but I like tea. Yeah. Best so, of both worlds, I yeah, guess. There it is. Um, so, Scotty Scheffler, one of the best golfers in the world. He is actually two strokes away from the lead. Um, he was out there on the golf course, I believe, yesterday or the day before, and um, his caddy was uh, giving him some insight on a bunker and how he should be hitting a shot. And uh, listen to Scotty Scheffler's response and the, the insight he offers on his shot about uh, that he's about to hit. Can't hear it, can you? No, I can't. All right, it's all good. Get it right, Joe. Try again. Well, classic Fisher here on this new board. All right, here we go. So I just feel like the great shot's in the bunker if you barely miss it. Perfect. I'm in there. Wait, what? Did he fart? <laughs> so I just feel like a great shot's in the bunker if you barely miss it. Perfect. My bad, dude. And then it hits him with the, my bad, dude. 
did he did he fart? Yeah. Oh my God. If you look at the video, one too. If you look at the video, you can see his caddy like look at him like, "Are you serious, dude?" And then he just kind of looks back at him like almost ashamed and just gives him the my bad. Sorry about that. Yeah. One more one more time. I just feel like a great shot's in the bunker if you barely miss it. Perfect. My bad, dude. That's awesome. The fact that just, and I, the thing is this video, it's from someone like filming the TV. I was trying to scrub the internet to find like the actual CBS feed of that for NBC. And yeah, I don't think they, uh, they, they scrubbed it. They, they do not have it anywhere. That's just that. No, they don't want that <laughs> circulating, but man. One of us, come on. Who's not ripping a fat fart on the course? No, I'm 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 almost guaranteeing every John Daly. I'm good for step. one every yeah, yeah, th- three holes. Yeah, John Daly looks swings. like he farts like when he takes steps. Yeah. You know, like you know, a lot of a lot of big guys do that. But I try to do it as I'm in my downswing, so it gives me that extra like it's almost like a rocket boost. I'll, I'll that be, extra. Whoosh. I'll be honest, man. Like this, there's, there's some, golf is kind of sophomoric, you know, and the, you know a lot of <laughs> oh, a lot of really? guys, a lot of things that happen on the golf course. The like, sport where the best player ever just handed a dude a tampon exactly a ex- week or two ago. Exactly, you know, and I think because you know the the prestige of golf clubs in certain places, like they, you know, they just allowed black people at the Masters <laughs> a few years ago. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it wasn't I mean, a few years ago; I mean, it was like, like a few decades ago. I mean, but. that was still a few years ago. Like Ty, I remember long enough. I was like, I was old enough to remember when you know black people and women weren't allowed. You know, at the Masters. So I think it was like seventy-five. Yeah, Lee Elder. He was. Uh, in 75 at 40 became the first African American to take part in the Masters. That Come on, Rashad. Is not that that long was ago, only bro. 48 years yeah, ago. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's not that long ago at all. So, <laughs> um, but no, man, I always thought like, you know, wow, oh, everything is very pristine and everything is very buttoned up and all these things. But no, <laughs> you ever been to a golf club with some with some some buddies or something like that? Like, oh yeah, it's hijinks all day. You know, and I'm surprised how like you got to be a really good golfer to, to golf drunk. And most of the time that I've ever been golfing, like guys are drunk by the ninth hole. Well, see, and there I've had those moments. I had it uh, recently at, at at my home course of Shehalem Glen. I was uh, I got I was feeling a little frisky at about hole twelve, and then I told myself, I'm "Like you got to reel it in here because look at that scorecard. It's it's starting to go off the rails." Here's the thing: I don't plan on competing, you know, to, <laughs> like that. So I have no problem being drunk by maybe the third hole. And hey, I've always heard that if you uh, like practice golf drunk, and then you go out to the course, you're gonna you're you'll be ready. Is that a thing? No, do not go get trashed at the driving. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Golf pro Joe Fisher says, "Go ahead and get drunk before Absolutely you. Absolutely not. Before you play your rounds, and you should play pretty well. Well, before you time. play your rounds, just not the driving range, okay? I mean, okay. I'll be shooting the ball in the opposite direction, taking people out. Well, drink responsibly before you go out there and hitting the driving. <laughs> Any range. sort of golf, yes, yeah, drink responsibly. Drink and get the driving range responsibly. So, uh, Joe, man, awesome show. Next week it's going to be a little different. We're going to have an actual intro that says we're Sports Sunday and." Yeah, gonna, thank God we can that producer. And we're about to have a new producer because Joe sucked at this job. So we're bringing in Jordan. Wasn't me. Bringing in Jordan. The producer was very shy. You never t- heard him talk much. But so. he's going to come in. He's going to give us a brand new look, you know, for uh, Sports Sunday. I'm super excited, Joe. I'm Back super to excited three man team. Yeah. Back yeah. to a three man team. We're all with it. So for my guy, Joe Fisher, I'm Rashad Taylor. Thank you for joining us. We'll see y'all next week. Later. That was
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 